easy, does it? Your cool guide to investing. Research says that um, there's four most prominent emotions when dealing with money, right? Mm-hmm. It's um, fear, guilt, shame, and envy, right? And I think we felt all four of them, eh? Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, so it's those four, yeah. Those four, you know, the fear of not having enough, right? The guilt of having more than... Uh, your friends or your family, right? The shame of not being in the financial position that you would have loved to be in, right? And the envy of not having what the next person has, right? Welcome to Easy Does It, a podcast by Easy Equities, where we simplify money and investing. No jargon, no complications. Your cool guide to investing. Easy. Now, The Psychology of Money by Morgan Housel is one of my favorite books, right? And the more you read the book, you get absorbed into the stories, right? And one thing becomes very, very clear. Good money management and even wealth creation is not about IQ, how smart you are. It's about EQ, how best you control your emotions. Yet, these misconceptions that investing and even wealth creation is for the smart remains it persists welcome to the easy does it podcast my name is dj at large thank you for pressing play today's episode is all about the emotional side of money iq versus eq are emotions always a bad thing when it comes to money somebody once said you should be fearful when others are greedy and greedy when others are fearful Oba King, you're back on the Easy Desert Podcast, a wealth champion, you know, an independent financial advisor. Welcome to the Easy Desert Podcast, brother. What's up, Ludge? Look, before we talk uh, emotions and money, uh, as per normal, I've got a random money question for you, right? So if you were tasked with creating a brand new 500 rand note, which animal would you put on this note? Yeah. If it's a 500 rand note, it's got to be sexy. You know, uh, just think about it. You're spending so much money at one go, one note. Mm -hmm. So I'll choose something like a peacock, you know, a flamingo. Okay, okay. Flamboyant. Flamboyant. You know what I'm saying? It has to be sexy. It makes sense because it's such a big amount of money. It's a big amount of money. It can't be something that's tired and boring. Exactly. So make it look sexy because when you're spending it, you're flashing, basically. I want us to get into this conversation about emotions and money, right? Yeah. As I said, I, I've been reading this book that I absolutely love. I keep rereading it, right? Is good money management uh, about IQ, how smart you are, or is it more about EQ, you know, how best you control your emotions? What are your thoughts? What is your opinion? Look, my opinion on that is that if uh, money or m- good money management was all about IQ, then university lecturers would be amongst the wealthiest people in the world, right? Because they have or they are deemed to have the highest IQ levels, right? But that's not not the the case. That's that's not not the the reality. You get what I'm saying? So having good money management is about managing your emotions, your emotional attachments to money, right? Because money doesn't speak, money can't hear you, you know, but we we have so much attachment when it comes to money and the emotional side of 
money you know how you feeling you know if you're feeling good you can spend more money you know some people if they're feeling bad they spend more money you know yeah. you you go to diamond walk and you you pampering yourself <laughs> because you like you had a bad day you know so it's all about emotions and how you control your emotions when it comes to your finances you know it's not about intellect it's more about emotions and having common sense because when it comes to money common sense is not that common if you can uh, you get what i'm saying so i, I yeah. think sometimes people forget that we all have a relationship with money definitely and emotions are what keep that relationship going you know what i mean so so it's such an interesting thing that you're saying but obaking are emotions always a bad thing when it comes to money well i don't necessarily think it's always a bad thing right okay. uh, but it depends on the people right because other people manage their emotions better than others others can't manage their emotions you get what i'm saying so it's all about who you are and the value and the beliefs that you have with your money right uh for example with how the economy is looking right now you a lot of people are seeing red right and a lot of investors are getting out of their positions because mm-hmm. of that emotional feeling that yo i'm losing and that fear yeah. the fear and and now you you're forgetting about the fundamentals you know that you you're invested in a good company you know just leave the money there and let it grow you know forget about it mm. detach yourself you know and it's because money is very subjective to us you know uh, and that's why i say you always need someone to keep you objective right and it's very difficult because when it comes to your money as well as people you're like no you can't tell me what to do with my money hey, it's my money <laughs> chief what do you mean you know so it's it's also it's very difficult to tell people or to be the voice in the yeah because of their emotions that they have with their money you know you know it's so interesting it goes back to literally the point i just made that mm. we forget that uh with money it's a relationship right mm. and when people are in a, a romantic relationship you can't tell them anything exactly you can't tell them anything about their <laughs> partner about the relationship so that objective person which would be your financial advisor financial planner plays a very important role to say yes i know this is how you feel but this is the reality in terms of where you need to go with your money definitely uh, i'll even give you a very interesting example what i've noticed with emotions is when people make financial mistakes most of the time it's linked to an emotion yes. so a friend of mine recently bought a car not because he needs it but because you went to the dealership he sat in the car he felt good he had this lift and he ended up getting the car right and that's all emotion you're all sitting emotion. in the car picturing yourself driving uh you in the, you say car see wherever you are uh the sunroof is open there's girls in the car it's all these emotional things that lead to us making bad financial decisions even retail therapy is exactly that 100% feeling low you want to feel good the clothes are giving you a little bit of a lift so what i've noticed is a lot of financial mistakes somewhere in between all yes there's a lack of knowledge i get that and lack and, and a lack of information but there's always an emotion somewhere linked into it and the problem with uh, making that emotional decision is that you know the car feels good for the first couple of months right oh, and then you get used to it the debit order But continues exactly you still have to pay that money you know and you're like damn why did i do that you know so that's that's the problem you yeah. know and and i think what's also important for our listeners is we all make financial mistakes yes. we're not recording this episode to judge people but to say you need to better manage your emotions when you're making some of these decisions and one of the things to consider is having a financial advisor or planner that can objectively look at your relationship with money because as we said when you're in a romantic relationship 
Nobody can tell you anything. Hundred percent. I mean, there was a situation where I was uh, going out with the boys, the boys, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, we had planned to go to News Cafe for you know just a fun time, you know, drinks, couple you of know, shots, couple here of shots okay. here and there, okay. and the shots start rolling, and now you're having a good time, and you're feeling good, you're happy, you're like, you know what? Let's extend, you know, and you you end up spending more than what you wanted because you mm. were feeling happy, you know, mm. and that's the emotions that come with money, you know, and yeah, that's we all. Make Make those mistakes. I, I guess it's all about um, realizing and sitting down and having that honest conversation with yourself. Mm. And, and I guess we're also not saying don't enjoy your money, right? Yes. We're just saying you need to find a balance. Exactly. Because some people over enjoy. Exactly. You know, and it's just about finding that balance. Exactly. Okay, that makes sense. I think the other thing that's really interesting with emotions and money is our money personality. So, and I'm keen to know from your experience with some of your clients, some of the things that you know, what impact does your upbringing have on the emotions that you have towards money? It has a big impact, eh? but I usually say that it's not a defining uh, impact or defining factor, right? Uh, and the reason why it has a big impact is that for most of us, uh, our first interaction with money is at home with our parents, and it's not—it's usually passive, right? It's not mm-hmm. conversations that you have with them, but you can see when things are not looking good in the household financially. Now people are upset in the house, you know. But when everything is is going good, everyone is happy, right? So that's your first interaction with money. And you go, you grow up in your life, and you go through primary school, you go through high school, you go through varsity, and nowhere within this journey are you educated about money, right? Mm-hmm. So what you experienced in home becomes embedded in you because that's what you saw growing up, right? And you do get people who, along the way, uh, they get enlightened, right, yeah. with regards to um, finances and financial education, and they manage to get out of that rut. And then their financial personality then develop from that right so most often than not it does make a big impact but it's not a defining factor because you can always get out of it with information right with education you know so that's my opinion on the matter yeah you know what i recently realized i was having a conversation with somebody and i realized and, and i'll talk for black people because obviously i'm black right sometimes i think we're too hard on our parents we say to them they didn't teach us enough about money we didn't talk about saving and investing and the other day i realized that in a lot of black households and it might be even other households in South Africa money is usually a topic of pain when there's discussions about money it's arguing it's fighting we don't have enough and then you grow up and you have kids and now you don't want to talk about money because every time there was a discussion about money it was never a positive conversation it was always something to fight about yes you know but what you said also is quite important is that it doesn't define you yes you have goals you have dreams there's things that you want to achieve you can acknowledge your past and acknowledge your upbringing but then you need to say how do i make changes if i have these financial goals things that i want to achieve what do i need to do i can i can acknowledge the past but i need to move forward as yes well. 100%, 100% so we shouldn't be so hard on our parents don't be too hard on your parents you know just use it as a lesson and just educate yourself now working based on your experience with some of your clients uh, which emotions are most prominent in relation to money research says that um there's four most prominent emotions when dealing with money right mm-hmm. it's um fear guilt shame and envy 
right? And I think we felt all four of them, eh? Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, so it's those four, yeah. Those four, you know, the fear of not having enough, right? The guilt of having more than uh, other, your friends or your family, mm. right? The shame of not being in the financial position that you would have loved to be in, Ooh. right? And the envy of not having what the next person has, Ooh-wee. right? So those are the most prominent uh, emotions that people go through when they're experiencing or dealing with money, right? And usually for my clients, for my older clients, uh, what I've noticed is that it's a feeling of shame, right? And the reason why it's a feeling of shame is because uh, they are old and they are not in the position that they wish they could be because they never got the proper financial education or the proper financial advice, right? And at that age, there's not a lot you can do. Time is running out. There's not a lot you can do. So they're feeling bad of where they are, right? A little bit of shame and almost like regret as well. Shame and regret, 100%, because they feel like they could have done more, right? Mm. It's always a feeling of, why didn't I start earlier? I get you. Right? And you can't do it anymore. And then with my young clients, it's mostly, a feeling of an emotion of envy right and uh, for me I, I, I see that it's perpetuated by social media you know the gram uh, the gram, man, the gram man. <laughs> because it, it's made it seem so easy you know being successful has looks so easy so it creates a mindset of instant gratification we want it now we want it now and we don't want to go through the process of getting it right so that's why we have a lot of clients or we have a lot of younger people who are on bedway right want that quick money want that quick money on forex right mm. trading uh, and all of trading and yeah. all of that there's a gentleman that i know he's around uh, 28 he's fairly young mm. right he's been working for about uh, eight years right okay. so his pension fund has been building up so this guy he resigned and he wanted to use that money into forex oh. he lost that money in a week all of it gone oh, you know and that's because you want a certain lifestyle and you're not educating yourself enough you know to to understand and to fully immerse yourself in that journey so you end up making those mistakes mm, and, and you're letting that emotion now drive your financial decision exactly mm. exactly so the 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 mindset of instant gratification i feel like it's it's one that's actually killing us mm. Mm. I, I think the the tricky bit and the difficult bit is so how do i then separate my emotions from money or how do I harness these emotions uh, so that they don't derail me from my financial goals? What do we say in that respect? You know, it's it's very difficult, you know, because unlike uh, dealing with your physical appearance, you know, uh, dealing with your emotions is something that takes a long time. And it's complex. It's complex, you know, because there's uh, certain experiences and there's certain um, traumas that you went through that have made you who you are right and it affects your emotions and how you deal with certain things right so it's a very complex uh, situation in dealing with that but the first step in doing so is educating yourself especially when it comes to finances right educate yourself and gain the knowledge gain the knowledge because you have a goal and you want to achieve that goal so inform yourself right because now if you have the knowledge you have the confidence to deal with that right and confidence comes with uh, an emotion as well you know having good confidence with dealing with something it it's an emotional as well and i also say surround yourself with people who are on the same journey as you because they can always keep you accountable right when you start making emotional decisions they can keep you 
on track or put you back on track and be like yo large man uh, i don't think you should be doing that right and the other thing is that have a plan and have a plan and stick to that plan have someone who's gonna you know be in your ear be a voice of reason keep you uh, disciplined within that you know because it takes a long time and if you don't have a plan it's like planning a road trip right uh, if you are going somewhere for the first time and you don't know what it is there's no way you're going to get there without having gps right so you need gps to get to the destination so that you can enjoy the journey so have a plan and enjoy the journey yeah you you've actually reminded me of another of another person we had on the podcast and i asked him about you know what's your secret to investing and his answer was very interesting he said i know who i am and i think dealing with your emotions is knowing who i am why do i do what i do with money if i'm a spender i, I love clothes why do i love clothes but what actions do i take that one just you know keep me real but don't compromise my financial journey. It just means budget and in your budget have a space for your clothes because you love clothes, right? It's just about, about being real, knowing who you are. So, yeah, man, the things that you've said have been very interesting, you know, from dealing with your money personality, your money traumas, uh, you know, trying to to harness your emotions so that it doesn't derail you from your financial growth. Uh, it's been a pleasure having you on the podcast once again. How do we keep in touch with you? Where are you? And the other day you said we must Google you, we will Google you, but if we don't want to Google you, we want to find you at a specific place where do we get you brother uh so you can find me on linkedin uh, at obakeng mauga and on linkedin you can get a link to my website click on the website and um on the website you get my information as well as you're able to set an appointment with me through the website if you don't have linkedin then you can get me on facebook at obakeng mauga financial advisor and that's what we do on the easy does a podcast your cool guide to investing Thank you for pressing play on the Easy Desert podcast. A big shout out to you for hanging out with us. Don't forget to subscribe. We are on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Let us know what you think of this episode on Twitter and Insta. Our handle is at Easy Equities.